Hello, and welcome to Extreme PC UK podcast, the podcast that we do every Thursday. This is episode 199. It's June 8th, 2023, and this is a special Nicholas edition. Now, get your mind out of the gutter. I said Nicholas with an N. <laughs> so Nick, and that means that Nick is not here. He had to do a job where he had to leave town, literally. Uh, not, so nobody pushed him out. He just had to leave town. town. <laughs> and uh, so on, with, on the show with me today is... Are you not introducing yourself first? Oh, Greg Gamer 25. See, I'm so used to him doing it. I'm See, like, I, or I'm just I, told like... you, I told you to make an arse of it. Uh, hello, train spotting Trev. Uh, being the sidekick with Greg today. And uh, you can find me there on Steam and the Trekway for Star Trek goodness. Hello, my name's Ross Light. You can find me on good social media platforms underneath the name Ross Light. Also, I want to announce today I have got a Minecraft server getting set up at the moment that should be releasing within the next two weeks of you listening to this podcast. So if you want to go and check out my social medias, I'm sure I'll post the link to it in them places. Wait, you didn't mention Linktree. No, I don't like everywhere as Ross Light, so it's fine. You literally just have to look at my name and you'll find me. Cool. And? And I am Megal from Hell, not replacing Nick. And I have no idea why I'm here, <laughs> but I like it anyway, so... <laughs> can I can I ask Ross a question about the Minecraft server? Is it normal Minecraft or is it that new that uh, new uh, one yeah. that came out? Because I bought that and I haven't played it yet. Legends? No, it's yeah. Minecraft Legends. No, it's not Minecraft oh. Legends. But okay. it, it it is cross compatible with everything. So Xbox, Switch, PC. There's Java. There's Bedrock. You can play it on your Quest. You can play it on your on your Vive. You can play it on everything. Can I play it on the Vision Pro? Apple's new Vision Pro. Can I play it on that? Not yet, but when it does come out, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so who's bought, buying the oh, Vision Pro anyway? Not me. I can't afford. It. I, I need to sell a kidney. Three and a half grand. <laughs> can, I, can I play it with an? Can I play it with an Intellivision? Oh yeah, definitely within a television, <laughs> just on the old CRT. Pop that yeah, in there. Yeah, there you go. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering oh. about whether there's going to be like certain lag times with crossplay like that. Be uh, no. So the server I've brought is ridiculously powerful to the point where I uh, I did the explosion test with TNT. Um, my PC crashed before the server died, so we ended up spawning over 500,000 entities into it and over about a million blocks of TNT to explode, and it still held strong. Wow. Really? <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. Is that, is that your server, or did or do you rent the thing? Um, it's... Well, I have to rent a server. I can't just have a server in my house. Well, That'd be I, awesome. Could. Some people do. I don't know. I'm just saying. Nick does. Uh, that would be amazing if I could just have a server in my house. But no, I rented this server from Bloom Hosting. Not mm. sponsored, by the way. But you'd like to be. Ah. Not yet. <laughs> we are in talks. <laughs> cool. Well, that's, that's great. And uh, going on with some of the other uh, announcements, if you want to submit any questions, we do have a bunch of questions this week. Uh, we apologize we haven't been on the last couple of weeks, but real life sometimes interferes, and that's what happens. Mm -hmm. uh, but we will get to the questions. Uh, Discord subs, join our Discord, and anytime you do join our Discord, of course, you can sub. Uh, there's Some of the amounts are very uh, inexpensive, like 2 or $3, all the way up to $10 a month, uh, like I do, and you can have your own room, uh, and I have like an entertainment chat thing that we do uh, over there. Um, YouTube, you can check out uh, Extreme PC UK on YouTube uh, podcasts, the regular YouTube, and also all the other podcast services uh, like Apple and Google and so forth. Uh, so you can catch us in all these different things. Um, Hans wanted to mention something about a Diablo 4 clan. 
Yeah, me and Nick and a few others, we uh, created a Diablo 4 clan. It's called Extreme PC UK, as you could guess. And if you want to join us for some Diablo fun, just search us in the clan section. Okay, and we're going to cover Diablo 4 a little more next week because Nick wants to be sure that he's around for that one. So uh, we don't want to say too much more about it, except that I've heard you know good things about it so far. Mostly. Uh, which is all great. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have any other things you wanted to, to blurt out for uh, announcements or anything. Otherwise, no. we can just roll along. Just, just the next thing, uh, he's a busy man working. He gets jobs. Yep. If he gets jobs coming in, which he does, it's not a ninety-five job. He could be called for a few hours in the morning, the evening, a couple of days at a time, and it's a couple of days at a time this time. So he's been really busy. So it's our great and I suggesting to step in and just uh, daddy's away out. So we've got the keys to the house, and so we're going to have a party. Yep. So we're, we're going to mess it all up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, somebody came to Nick with a checkbook and said, "Look, if uh, you want to come out of town, I'll give you this much. You'll put mm -hmm. a couple of zeros over here." And they just go like, "Ah, yeah, yeah no problem." Put six zeros while you're at it. <laughs> oh, is this like old I'll... movie gangsters? That's right, <laughs> man. Much, yeah. You're bent nose kind like this. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Say Ray, should we let Mr. Uh, uh, Hansen please game first, or do you want to put that in a different part? Um, questions first, well, and then my game. Yeah, let's, do the really matter for let's, me, do the, so. let's do the question, your game, uh, and then we can go into his game and back to questions, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're going to cover a couple of different games, and we have a lot of questions as well. So to let's get right to the questions. There was two questions that were so similar to each other that we decided to put them together. Uh, so I'll read both questions out and who sent them in, and then we'll all give our opinions on it. Uh, Cal uh, from our Discord said, what do you guys think are possible solutions to the issue of AI replacing some roles within the workplace? And also Deathwalker uh, ask a very similar question. What's your thoughts on AI? Who would like to go first? Please. All right, Ross. Uh, I would like to say that I think it's amazing because we can finally get rid of them horrible IT people. Hey! <laughs> yeah, there's That's a my job, you little shit. <laughs> I know, I'm messing, I'm messing. Um, but I believe AI being used as a tool is very far off from actually taking away any jobs just yet. In the future, maybe in the next 10 to 20 years, if the improvements keep going as they are, the only problem with AI at the moment is the stagnation that it might hit. Because AI is a basilisk that can eat its own snake. Because if it keeps training its data of other AI data, it becomes more saturated and becomes more unreliable. So there needs to be more data sets. But with countries now clamping down on that and clamping down on user data, Apple clamping down on it with um, Facebook as well, basically making it so Facebook turns off that they can scan where you are and all that other stuff, making it more basically the data is owned by the individual, not owned by all these different companies. That is tracking your every move now which is good for the individual but it's going to be bad for the ai market because apis are going to be more and more difficult to source properly that was deep and for Thank those you. for those who don't um, know api is a data is a data set that ai use right used across the internet and so forth so yeah i don't think i don't i the only thing i have to say about what you said that actually is happening uh even though very rudimentarily is that ai is being used now and and I'll tell you where, and this is an interesting example. You guys probably have heard about the WGA strike going on. Yeah. It's been about a month and a half. Uh, the writers of uh, all shows, entertainment shows, movies, TV, doesn't matter what it is, are all on strike. And the producers and uh, directors are all striking in solidarity. So nothing's getting done. 
what one of the chief complaints in the strike that they want to talk about, one of the top ones they want to talk about, is apparently they found out that they were hiring what they call mini rooms to explain there's a writer's room that basically writes, you know, there may be like 20 writers in a writer's room. They all write the episodes or movies or whatever it might be. Mini rooms are only like five or six writers. So what the production companies were doing is they're hiring some writers to make a mini room. And then they told them, look, we just want you to flesh out, not write full scripts, just flesh out, uh, you know, this show, you know, XYZ show about this or that. So basically they kind of write up the main plot lines. They might just describe characters. They might even... They might even flesh it out a wee bit more than that, but they're not full scripts. So what did they do with that material? Two guess, one guess. Right into chat GPT. They fed it into AI, and AI completed the script. And the writers found out about this, and that's one of, they went uh, apeshit, uh, rightfully so. And that is one of their chief complaints, among others, uh, because when it comes down to it, it's money. Uh, but that was one of the main complaints. I thought that was like, wow, I was reading that and I was going like, you're kidding me. Now, that doesn't mean the quality of the writing was going to be fantastic, but just the fact that they did it is like, wow, that's just that's crazy. A, that's very interesting because yeah. it's a question of copyright at that point because you're getting paid to flesh out a script but then the script has been changed and warped in ways that you possibly not might not know now if it says in the fine print that they can do this that is interesting but i doubt they're going to have that in any boilerplate contracts which they will sign and writers do get royalties from the shows they write on right so here's the problem the royalties who does the problem is is that when you do mini rooms you make far less money than you would in a regular writer's room so these the people are playing an interesting game. So yeah, what ends up happening is if you had to pay, and I'll just make up some stupid number. If you had to pay $10,000 for a full script, but you only had to pay $2,000 to have them flesh out something, they just saved eight grand by having AI write the rest of it. So yeah, you can imagine gonna... you know, how pissed you would be about that. Oh, hell yeah. And that's going to degrade the quality of uh, shows to come out. Or it might actually improve it with how terrible shows have been getting recently. Uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> what's the point um what, they either write the whole thing uh chat the whole or, or nothing at all the whole point is this and as long as they don't have to pay you know too much money or get away with whatever they can get away with i mean it's a it's a joke and it's stupid and i don't think it's going to hold up but the point is is that even though even even them trying it is already like you know bad i as far as far as ai now taking over in the workplace uh I, I don't think know. we're far removed from that at the moment. Yes. So. I agree with Hans. Last thing I checked, like ChatGPT, it's it's updated for 2020 or something. That so is... It, it's not current because I remember someone in one of my Facebook groups about computers mm-hmm. literally asked a question, could you build me a PC for, I think it was $1,500, and they were all like two or three-year-old components, which mm. were new at the time. So ChatGPT is like two or three years behind. But it that, will catch up, by the way. So that's been updated in the yeah. latest update. So Is it? there, there you go. So. Yeah. The, the, the thing that sorry, the thing well, that worries me though is we're talking about ten or twenty years. I don't think it's going to be that long. And the thing is, is that as you well know, computers, especially the way they're doing, learn exponentially. So as it starts learning and learning from the learners and learners from the learners and all the way down the line, 
it's going to it's going to increase rapidly. I think within five years, you're going to see problems. Um, and you're going to see, comp- you know, oh, and, how- and, and, and maybe maybe even sooner than that. How can it be out of date? If it's surely an intelligent program that surely has a connection to the internet and with its intelligence it pulls information from the internet should never be out of date in theory in my head right well there may be some more something more to it than we know as far as being able to do all that but that my point is though is as far as from its flat out learning capabilities it learns very very fast oh yeah so oh yeah. i think we're gonna hear look we already see the deep fakes going on the deep fakes that are that 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 used to be pretty good are now like they're getting to be almost flawless. Everybody can do them now. You can make deep fakes now easy. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, prices came down exponentially. You don't no longer need a like ten grand PC to do it. Anyone can just do it on a web browser, which is insane. Also, Trev, to answer your question of how the data can be out of date, it's because they use APIs, which is data sets, and that's what I was saying before. It's a data set that they particularly use. So how Hans was saying is it was out of date for two to three years. That was the API of two to three years ago. They used data scrapers to scrape all the web and get all the information that way. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm saying with that is it can be very inefficient because there's a lot of chaff in the gold, and mm-hmm. you're going to need to sort through that. But they do update it monthly to what the newest API, API is, which is the newest data set. There you go. I'll tell you one sector of the of the of of uh, business that's going to grow out of this, and that's going to be the anti AI programs. You know that you know they're already working on them. You know they uh, already have uh, anti Skynet. That we're saying here. Yeah, I mean it could Skynet be. Skynet was actually a provider here in Belgium. So what is it? <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. hilarious. But now it doesn't. It it, it it changed name like a few years back, but a lot of people still have the at Skynet uh, email, which is so cool. <laughs> I want that. Can you imagine that the company comes out Skynet, and all of a sudden you see a picture of the Terminator right behind the yeah. logo? They played like, into that. Yeah, they played into that heavily. So. I'm moving. It or or me, I would just, I was just, I would just teach all Chat G, uh, GPT to talk exactly like Arnold. That would be so great. Oh, you see it just come on. It's just kind of what you want. It, it's just a matter of time for, before you can make your Chat GPT like talk whoever you want. Oh, oh yeah. so you're like the, the the hottest person in Hollywood. You can get them to like talk to you and provide hey, look, look, you. look what they're doing in, in Japan. I mean, they, their their AI program is running the robots is just amazing. I was watching a couple of couple of videos on YouTube. I can't believe how far it's come with their robots. I mean, they, some of them look so realistic. It's like it's like nuts. And now yeah. they're covering. They're now they're actually made, making. I forgot what material they called it, but they said the material that they're covering it with it. it feels exactly like human skin now no nice. and it's just like i'm like wow and of course you know the the uh the xxx rated thing is okay that's it ross is <laughs> out ross, i'm gonna dump my girlfriend over ross, 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 ross is sticking out in his flashlight for sure <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. That's uh, that we don't talk about. Yeah. All new, all new, all new technology has to go the porn way first. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. yeah, yeah. And Always then it the trickles down. It, 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 uh, no pun intended. It, it either oh. starts in NASA in space and comes down, or it starts below oh. and it works its way up. One of the two. And it works way up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is oh, why we need Nick on the podcast, by the way. Just saying, people. <laughs> he's just, oh, he's just as bad as us. He's just oh, as yeah. bad as us. Wait till he listens back to this. He'll be cracking up and go like, dang, I should have been on that show. <sighs> it won't replace my job anytime soon because I sometimes don't do a hell of a lot of my job. So 
I'm probably just as useful as ChatGPT, to be honest. And it can't do the physical stuff. It can only do the stuff online or running anything to do with machines. Any physical stuff, it's always going to have a person involved. So, Although, although Trev, it can do 90% of your job, which is, can you turn the PC on and off again? <laughs> yeah, 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 but sometimes you need to physically turn it off. It can't do that. Yeah, it doesn't have a finger. Not yet. It doesn't have a finger. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just Not gives yet. you the finger, but it doesn't do anything else. <laughs> Watch Not this yet. space. Watch this Well, space. The, the, the thing that is rather interesting is that obviously the world is taking, you know, this whole thing really seriously because there's a, there's a multitude of countries, as Ross alluded to earlier, that are right now passing legislation. Oh yeah, uh, the doomsday prophets are out in full force. Oh yeah, but mm. they're but the, the the lawyers are already going like, well, say, what if the AI does this, or what if AI gets involved in that? What are we going to do? So there's already they're already rolling in, in all that stuff, and and that's okay because we I think you should be aware. I mean, it may seem, you know, science fictiony in a way, but it's not anymore, man. That's the weird thing. I mean, we we used to see the movies years ago and go like, oh, that's cool, you know, that that if that ever happened, and now we're looking at it and going like, uh, it's kind of starting yeah. to happen you know yeah. who knows i mean like your your guys kids may be growing up with some of this stuff if you, you know if you decide to have kids probably gonna be pretty normal for them so <laughs> we use yeah, google sure. they're gonna use chat gpt that's that's what's gonna happen now the, the other thing that, that that's interesting or what see what you guys think though is that when it gets that good to where you're talking to uh an ai the social bonds are completely destroyed and that could be pretty dangerous what social bombs? We're all internet people on here. <laughs> what are yeah, you talking the point, about? <laughs> the point is, though, is that we are socializing right now through the internet. Yeah. Yes, but I but they're saying that there could be there could be some serious repercussions to people yeah. that are. To be fair, great. That's what our parents said about uh, the internet when it came. So and they were right. They were right. <laughs> yeah, they were right. I'm not saying they were wrong. Sorry. Yeah, but it's but it, but come on, it's totally different. When you're when the internet came out and we can talk like we are right now, it actually made things better, and we can socialize now all around the world where we couldn't do it before. Yeah, that, that is debatable, but okay. <laughs> well, but I'm just saying that's that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I I mean I I think it's great that I can actually be friends with all you guys, and you're all in yeah, different countries. Same. It's freaking amazing. But now when we're talking about an AI that's not re that's not real, and you start talking to it and start believing it is real, uh, okay. That that could be, you know, interesting. And then you won't be able to know how to relate to friends and stuff. I mean, it could be strange. It would be interesting. But there's already an app out there that um, started AI dating. And it's a waifu <laughs> bot app. So basically, they change. I a can't remember the name. Something. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it myself. It's called Come Over. They uh, had a. That's a good name. Had... I'm bored. Sorry to interrupt. I'm bored. That, I'm, that, writing that down. I'm making an app. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Carry on. <laughs> So just they changed the percentage. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm okay. They changed the code on it, and they had a huge complaint backlog of everyone saying, "Oh, she's changed. She's not the woman she used to be. What's happened?" And it's all <laughs> lonely guys, and they had to change the code back. Otherwise, they just stopped. They they kept getting users just dropping off because they were absolutely furious about their AI girlfriend being different. <laughs> Can you, uh. can you that's that's funny, but you can you imagine now you're into the AI girlfriend and she's saying whatever all these nice things to you or whatever, and then somebody goes in there and reprograms and says, okay, now you're gonna tell the guy that he's a big dick and, blah, 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 and all this other stuff, and she comes on and starts <laughs> screaming at him, telling him telling what he re, what she really thinks of him. Yeah, just like real life. <laughs> yep. Hey, there you go. Hey, I, mean, there you I go. don't see any difference here. No. Exactly. 
That's funny. All right. Well, I think we've, we've killed AI enough right there. Maybe literally in some ways. Yeah. Uh, we'll move. We're going to move on to a game that Trev has played. And Trev, want to want to talk about it? Yeah. Apologize to the fans, Gray. Even with Apache, we possibly never play this again. And you've still got time to refund it, possibly. The game I'm talking about, yeah. I played this recently with Star Trek Resurgence. I'll be one minute. Okay. Yep. Yeah, see you in a bit, man. Um, all right. Star Trek Resur- Resurgence. It was. Something that came out of left field, I didn't know about it until a few months before it came out. I uh, had no clue it was even been worked on. Uh, there hasn't been a Star Trek game out for a while. And mm. there's not a hell of a lot of good quality Star Trek games out there. Not like Star Wars nailed that one for good games, but not with Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you know? good games. So, um, it's a... It's a it's a story driven game like Telltale games. Uh, oh, and then click. But no, a bit more involved than that. There is, it's like, it's like Telltale games plus. So oh, okay, uh, so not f- like The Walking Dead, but with a little bit more uh, it, it, interaction then. Yeah. yeah, it's like The Walking yeah. Dead with with a little bit more. You can have like firefights and stuff in it, but they're not. It's not like Call of Duty, uh, you know. So it's kind of yeah, a yeah. hybrid, I guess, between Telltale and maybe a, a Elite Force RPG or something. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, a couple of the people that worked on you were, used to work on Telltale are they were on the this game. game. Yeah, yeah. You can see That's that. Good. Yeah. So you get the uh, first of all, I'm going to start off with the pause. I normally start in negatives and end in positives, but there's more neg- negatives than positives. So let's just get to the positive out of the way. It is a cracking storyline. It really is. Um, for Gray and I, who are big Star Trek fans, it's just a nice, nice story. There's a, a story of... That, that Gray will know this. The Tacon Empire come back after years away, uh, and you've got this crew that are involved, and you play as not one of the main stars, unfortunately. You're one of the schmucks. It's Think Lord Dex, Gray, actually. <laughs> Think Lord Dex is one of the best ways of yeah. describing it. It is, one, it is a Lord Decker. Um, Lord Dex is good. But can I quickly interrupt? I just chains. had a random ass cat in my house just running up and down the stairs There's that I had to go and deal so with. so much <laughs> jokes there. There are so many jokes I'm not even going to start. <laughs> just no. Literally. So in other words, you have a cat house? No, I was going to say you uh, could say I had a pussy cat in my house, but there's many uh, jokes. That's why I never went there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Banned. Literally, I've never seen this cat before in my life. It just decided to come in my house. I don't I, leave I had doors to grab it. open, mate. Jesus, we've never had a cat around here. It's just a random ass cat. It's a, it's a feral cat, probably. We got one hanging out around here too. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, random, right, right? Okay, took, uh, threw me off my my thought there, but I, I think I remember where it was. Yes. So storyline, really good. There's famous actors come back to. Oh, actually, one right off the bat, um, and that is Jonathan Frakes uh, is Commander William T. Riker. He's in it. Uh, you do have Spock in it, but unfortunately, because Leonard Nimoy is no longer with us, it's a guy that does the voice of him, and it's really good. Grace heard this. He yeah, saw the first very good. half an hour of gameplay, and he's he's like 90%. He sounds like him. Yeah. Um, they could have got one of the other characters to, one of the other actors to, like Ethan Peck or Zachary Quinto, possibly, but will they play a good Spock? They don't sound like Leonard Nimoy, so I don't know, maybe not. Yeah. Um, but the storyline is fantastic. Uh, the things that start to let it down, though, 
Oh, it is a decent length of game of over 10 hours as well, so can't complain about being shortchanged. We, I got it for a really cheap price. Um, it's something like, was it $35, $30? No, 30, 35 pounds. What's it in dollars, Gray? 35, 40 uh, like, bucks? I think it was like 40, and then uh, I had the $10 certificate, so I dropped it to 30. That's it. This, yeah, they, they had, yeah. it's gone now. The, the Epic Games had that thing that they do every now and again where they give you 10%, 50% off or something. So I got it for like £23. Uh, but I had to refund it due to the issues. Now, it is waiting on a patch, to be fair. Gray's said as much, and he's going to wait till the patch comes out plays it. But I don't know. And this, patches don't always come out just next day. It takes them time, so it could be weeks before yeah. we see this patch. Uh, to start with the negatives, though, I've had this rant before with all you guys, um, especially with Hans and and, uh, and Gray about, I wouldn't call that a AAA title, call it a AA title, but yeah. games coming out not being ready, uh, and you could see it with this technical problems, where, for example, um, the the audio, like the, just the, the music in the background, uh, is louder than the characters' voices, so you're, they're drowning them out. I can still make them out, get decent hearing, but it drowns that out. So you have to go into the settings and manually change the audio volumes up and down, tweak it so that it's right. You shouldn't have to do that, but you do. No. You know, um, other issues with this game, unfortunately, full screen is a mess. As soon as you try to make it full screen, it takes up a screen and a half, and there's no way of fixing that. Great. I've tried different. <laughs> ways to fix that one it doesn't work and i'm not playing it and uh you can't get full screen borderless it's either window windowed or full screen and i'm not playing in windowed it's point. so yeah that's annoying um it's clearly a pc port if this is an actual pc version on top of the xbox version i'll be absolutely disgusted with this company i can't remember their name but um i think it is a pc port it's clearly designed for xbox uh, graphically, graphics are mediocre. I think in this modern day and age, rightly or wrongly, we've got high standards with graphics. Yeah, but do you need it in a game like this? I mean, the top-notch <laughs> graphics. Well, you don't. You do not, Hans. But at the same time, you want to have your cake and eat it, especially if we're running decent machines. Why not have it look really nice? Why not have the option? That's the thing with a PC. You can customise it up and down to look better or worse, depending on what you've got. You know, so um, it's not great. And, and I could expand on that point of kind of weird graphical glitches. So the best way I can describe it is a like motion blur is broke. So when a character moves quickly from left to right or whatever, the motion blur effect is almost replaced by white noise, but not white noise, static. Uh, and it looks like digital snow is the best way of describing it. And I'm thinking, that's not right. And it kept happening in yeah. the game. So that's one of the things they'll have to fix with patch that comes out. Uh, it is a damn shame because I think I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait for the... I do what I've done for Mortal Kombat 11. I don't like fighting games. So all I've done is I waited for the famous guy on YouTube who takes all the cutscenes, which are excellent in that game. It's like a movie and turns them into a movie. And then I watched it back after, and I'm obsessed with Mortal Kombat, and I don't even like fighting games. It's the same with this. Great. I'll probably take all the cutscenes, and then I'll probably... Well, I won't. 
someone else to do that, and then I watch it back and enjoy a good Star Trek story. Even with the patch, I decided to get it refunded because I don't want to risk that. Now, I've done a typical Trev and I pulled a fast one. What do I mean by that, for those that don't know? <laughs> so I played you it. it. You bought it in Turkey and then you... No, uh, no. No, I, 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 no, I, I can get Epic Store turned into Turkey Store, but I didn't. Um, I thought <laughs> I thought they'll buy it. I bought it in the British Store. Uh, I thought what I'll do is I'll refund it an hour or so in because I'm not happy with this. But the game is already opened and I was playing it when I refunded it and it doesn't close down the game via the launcher. So I just kept playing. And I thought, <laughs> as soon as I close this down, <clears throat> I'm not getting back in, probably. So what do I do? I play for several hours. I probably play a third of the game. Something like that. Uh, and I I, I, could, I would have completed it if I'd not been frustrated with the issues and I had no sleep. But I decided to keep going uh, for a while, a few hours, play some of it, get a good feel for it, not do a grain, play it for 20 minutes and then try and review it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't do that anymore. He's a change man. Um, so I played it for a number of hours and <laughs> that got a feel for it. So Gray and I will probably do a review of it when he's played it uh, properly in the future uh, on on the, on a, the Star Trek Beckway uh, channel at one point. But I'm sorry if that puts you off, Gray, or anyone else that wants to play it. It just, no. I guess, it doesn't get any love Star Trek games, man. No, I mean I'm, I'm going to wait till the patch and then make my decision. But I think you know again. Like you mentioned, it's a double A game. So first of all, it was a triple A game, and they would have shut that down, that down right away. You would never gotten yeah. as far as you did. Good <laughs> but, point. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, the, the, you know, we have to remember it's a telltale type game. The budget obviously wasn't a huge budget, and so what do they do? They're gonna they're gonna downgrade the graphics a little bit to like tolerable. Yeah. Because um, even when I saw the gameplay, what little bit I saw, it was good. Of course, it's not up to the standards of a AAA, you know, Assassin's Creed or something game, but I didn't really expect it to be. So it was good enough for what it was for, you know. Uh, and as far as hiring other people to do, you know, from Star Trek, of course, they don't have the budget for that either. They probably just paid Riker and and the guy that does Nimoy's voice so well, and that was about it. But the, the, the bank could have been busted right there. Yeah. So you have to accept some of these things, I guess. But if the story is its strength, which is what everybody seems to be saying. Then I would think you you can get your enjoyment out of the game, and it isn't like they're charging you a lot of money either, which is nice. So, question all in all, no, not you know. question no, Gray. What you're going to do if they bring out the patch and <clears throat> you're still not happy with the quality? You've if you haven't already, you've missed out on the refund window of two hours and two weeks at like Steam. So, I mean, I'm I'm t I'm going to take the chance that the patch is going to work and I can I can play it. But if for some reason the patch uh, doesn't work and the immersion is broken every time, then I'll be pretty pissed. Cause... Don't worry, great. It can't be worse than Jedi Survivor, so you're good. <laughs> no, it's not actually. It's nowhere near as bad as that. That's that's a plus for it. Oh my like, there's God, a second yeah. positive for the game. Great, you know what I'm going to do? I've had a master thought, a Trev thought. Not, not Nothing to do with Turkey again, I promise. I think in the future when it'll come down to price, right? But it'll come down to price in conjunction with another epic... 10-15% off, get it for even cheaper, potentially in case this backfires, wake up at reasonable hour, just play all the way through in one sitting, take breaks and stuff, <laughs> whatnot, stop my computer going to sleep, and then just refund it while I'm doing it at the same time and play for nothing. I mean, I'm like, Gray makes a point, it's a double A game, like, if it was a triple A, you think uh, uh, Battle.net and Activision would allow that with COD? Not a chance. So... It's, still it's still surprising to me that uh... 
you know, Star Trek being such a big franchise, you know, maybe not as large as Star Wars, but whoa, the point hey, whoa, is that whoa, whoa. nobody what? can seem to make a good Star Trek game anymore. It's what? like it's nobody wants to put the Star money. Wars. I, I, you're kicked off the track, wait a minute. That's it, you're sacked. No, in presently, when I'm talking about games, though, yeah, so games, Star Wars yes. is... Right, Star Wars is all over the games, and and half the Star Wars games are crap yeah, but too. One thing though, I mean, yeah, half. I mean, like ninety percent of the Star Wars games okay. is crap. There's like two or three I, good ones. Huh? I was trying to be kind. <laughs> Still doing but a yeah, better so, job. So, so, so you have a you have Star Wars that makes a million different games, most of them bad, and you have Star Trek who can't seem to put out a good game. You know, there's only. I mean, many people, including myself, think the last good Star Trek games was Star Trek Armada, and that was 2001. Armada two. I, I Armada two. No. One and two. And oh no, what about Elite Force? That was a shooting game. That was the FPS game. I, I thought it was all right. It was all right. You know, still not the quality that I was kind of hoping for. Give me birth for the Federation, uh, mate. You'd never played that, I don't think. I would like to see another real-time strategy like like Armada. I mean, they could yeah. do some things, you know, with it. I mean, I mod that game was easy to mod, and I modded it too. So I took I took all the sounds in Armada, and I went and got my own Star Trek clips from the from the series, and I interjected my own clips in there. Of course, <laughs> so she does, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty neat. But anyway, all right. Uh, I guess we'll get on to the next question. Um, this is from Irish Guardian. Uh, What's your thoughts? It's a long one now. What's your thoughts on Asus and their sponsors dropping them due to bad hardware and terrible support? Asus motherboards kill CPUs. Tech YouTubers call them out. At the beginning of May, there are reports of Asus motherboards killing AMD Ryzen 7000 series CPUs. The CPUs ended up showing signs of melting, burning, and the most common thread of fault was that it only happened on an Asus motherboard. Okay, can I go with this one because I own a 7800X3D and an Asus motherboard. Look, look what Ross oh. done. Did anyone notice that? Sorry to interrupt, Hans. And I it's melting right now. He took his Asus hat off. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I was a little bit lucky because when I upgraded to this one, uh, I always uh, immediately installed the newest BIOS version, which at that point had already been fixed, right? That being said, it should never have happened. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a uh, yeah, a perfect show, so to speak, for uh, well, it's to expose like, uh, those big companies. It's kind of like the mighty have fallen. I mean, everybody looked at Asus because they make such great stuff, and all of a sudden, boom. Who owns What's Asus the, uh, components? But to be fair, it, it wasn't only Asus, right? Asus is the one that got called out because it took them the longest to... Uh, to update it, right? And because they had like a, a really shitty ref, uh, refund policy. Because here's what they did: at one point they released a beta BIOS, right? And in the disclaimer it said, "If you install this BIOS, your warranty is void." That's why everybody called out Asus. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's literally what they did. So dumb. they got called out, and their response was, "Yeah, look, this is just a terms of service that we have, and we didn't really mind this one, and blah 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 blah." So they took that out, right? But that's what they tried to do. I and, well, I was rather even if, if it was just a little something, you know. But Jay Two Cents came out and he just said, "Look, he wrapped him a new I'm, one." Oh man, yeah. he's just I'm done with Asus. They're never going to be a sponsor again. I'm not using their products anymore. I mean, he just laid it on them, and I'm sitting there going like, "Wow!" And then he just went up and down the line of what happened. It was like we should we should probably mention I, I've got I've got do I have any Asus components? Yeah, my motherboards. Oh, 
My mother was Asus. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's not that's... paired with an AMD, thank God. Woo! So... Yeah. The uh, problem my, was my... only... By the way, the problem was only apparently on the X3D chips, not on all the uh, resources, specifically okay. on those chips. Yeah, because my, uh, my computer's two years old now, and I have, an, I have an AMD chip and an Asus motherboard. No issues. Ever. Yep, same here, but I was lucky. I bought it just after everything supposedly went down. I didn't know of it, otherwise I wouldn't have bought an Asus motherboard. But, yeah, I was scared for a few minutes. How <laughs> uh, the mighty have yeah. fallen. Yeah, yeah, true, it's true. And, and Nick used to deal with these guys quite a lot, so I'm trying to be careful in that respect as well. I don't think he's really doing that side of the bit. Like, he not likes really, to yeah. play games and stuff and not build PCs as much because he was missing out on the fun of that. Which I, and he's too busy as well. But he used to deal with these guys a lot, and there was nothing but positive things to say back in the day. And I've had an Asus graphics card in the past, amongst other components, and I would consider them on the, the higher end, the more premium end. Yeah. By the uh, way, the graphics cards are still fine. It's just the motherboard division that's a bit, you know. Yeah, but with the bad press, it's going to affect your line. Oh, yeah, um, of course, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they will get over this one somehow. I, I I mean, a, that's a major now. thing, though, Hans. Like, the motherboard is, is as we all know, houses everything. So, yeah, you know, I know anything can blow. A lot of people, this is something that, that uh, always shocks me when, when a lot of people have built PCs, right? So they buy, let's say, they buy a 4080, 4090, or the highest graphics cards. And then they cheap out on the motherboard. Yeah, good point. Very like, good point, mate. Mm, Very good point. So a lot of people just don't really, unless we are in the, this high-end uh, circle, so mm. we know. But like ninety percent of the people that build a PC just goes for the like the cheapest motherboards out there. I mean, I think it's hardware on box. If you follow those, they actually did a test uh, on an A50 motherboard with a seventy under. 7800 X3D, so the cheapest motherboard with the, with the best CPU, and it was a complete shit show. So, and a lot of people just don't know that when they do it, right? So they lose like 70% of their performance because they cheap out on the motherboard, and that's like, uh, people need to really pay attention to that one, and that is why I think that this debacle with Asus isn't going to be that big of a deal for them because most people just don't know about it. That it have ever happened. Right. I, I'm betting you now. There's like thousands and thousands of people out there with a 7800X3D or higher that have no idea what's going on with their CPU and motherboard at the moment, and it's being fried as we speak slowly <laughs> because they just have no idea what's going on. Hands it slowly simmering until it just gets perfect, and then pop. Yeah, oh well, it is. <laughs> it's like a perfect steak. You cook it slow. Um, they'll, be but, they'll be listening to this podcast, and all of a sudden, boof, we're off. We go. What happened? Yeah. Oh, my CPU burn up. Okay. Yeah. It all blew up. Um, it literally PC. blew up. So, <laughs> Yeah, they make a, like a pop noise and then smoke comes out. Yeah. There's, all, there's only one company that can survive lots of negative news, and that's NVIDIA. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> says they don't... Them as well. We should actually talk about NVIDIA being now a trillion dollar company just yeah. to rub there with Apple Crazy. and stuff. I mean, it's, it's yeah, insane. And, and, and why? You don't become a trillion dollar company just for selling 4090s because they don't sell enough yeah. of them. You do it because they are massive in the AI space. They're massive yeah. in the server space, the business space. They make, yeah. uh, they make dedicated GPUs for graphics designers and CAD designers and things out with gaming. Gaming's I don't know how big a percentage is. It'll be a decent percentage, but they've got a lot no, more. No, if you see the numbers, right? 
total revenue, I think their gaming percentage was like seven percent or something of the that total revenue. That makes sense, mate. Yeah, yeah. If you look at all, uh, I'm, I'm not sure the numbers could be a little bit wrong, but it, it yeah. wasn't a lot. I mean, the 40 series they sell horribly. I mean, it's yeah. probably the worst-selling generation ever. That what, they why just they made too many care. of them because of yeah. what happened with the 3000 series. They were like, but they, they better don't make care. loads of them, and then no one wants yeah. to buy them. That's the thing that they just don't care. I mean, this generation is very simple. You buy the 4090 or you buy nothing, right? It's the only yeah, car yeah. actually yeah. worth the money, so to speak, and as a, as a decent upgrade. But we're not always and all the rest. Hands. We don't have 10 kidneys to sell off to buy these things. No, 4090 is <laughs> definitely not worth it at all. Money-wise, I'm right. It's not, no. No. I'm going to wait. I, I, well, when it drops down to like 500 bucks, maybe then it'll No, be. no, no. Oh, Ross, definitely. I'm going to disagree with you on this one. The 4090 nah. is the only graphics card at the moment that's worth anything. Nah, <laughs> no. 3090 well, or 3080 all the way because you get all the power you would ever need for about a fraction of the price now yeah. because they couldn't sell enough of them and they still got tons of stock. Yeah, but and even on the second-hand yeah. market, they're still going ridiculously cheap to a price. Of yeah, but Xbox you're wrong in what you're saying here, meaning that the 3090 is nowhere close to the 4090. It doesn't matter in it's terms not even of in the same league. Guys, uh, guys, yeah, percentage-wise, you get so much more performance out of the 4090. You're forgetting about you're forgetting about DLSS 3.0, which yeah. is which only is available. Actually... So you could get a less card than Hans has got and still be better yeah. if you got 4000 series. That is it a is. point. I mean, a lot of people don't like DLSS 3, and I can I get why. Wins. But when it works, <laughs> it it just works. Yeah, I mean... yeah. Hans is Hans. Uh, one thing I love about Hans is he likes the raw power. You know, that's prob that was probably his chat up line with his missus back in the day. No DLSS for his date in life. He used pure raw power, didn't you, mate? Um, I respect that, but then DLSS will push through where other things will let you down. Uh, sometimes you just need that boot. And DLS DLSS 3.0 is phenomenal, so much better. It is. They're keeping yeah. it in the 4000 series range because they know it's a good thing. So It's a massive oh, yeah. improvement and they want the money. And I'm pretty sure that the 30 series can do it. Oh, they, they can. They, they, they can. can't, but they can do it. They'll bring it out 100%. later, maybe, maybe, but they want to keep it premium and purpose. For yeah, the and that's why I actually hoped that AMD would actually launch a competitor, and let's not even talk about AMD's generation, because that's even worse. That's crap, that's crap. What, what you get there, and... Super oh, what about Arc? I'm pretty sure that if AMD <laughs> would have had a card that equals the 4090 and had something like DLSS 3, you would see it open up on the 30 series in an instant. They'll never ever come out of a card that will compete with the top end. I don't nah. think that's what I don't think that's a what they're aiming for. They're aiming for medium nah. to mid range. They always have. AMD AMD just doesn't even try anymore in the GPU market, apparently. So I mean, look, they that, uh. they're going to sell a lot more cards that way anyway, for sure. sure. Did so you see that a few really months back, AMD lost market space to Intel? <laughs> that's how bad it is at the moment. I tend to right? quit the business, really? man. <laughs> those those art cards. I'm running right out to get one. Uh, they were good for something. Yeah. Good for their something. battle mage, their upcoming battle mage cards, they actually have potential to do something. Is that something what they're the called? Please, is that no, now, now it's Al now it's alchemist and their newest uh, alchemist. Okay. Alchemist, yeah, is gonna be battle mage. Battle and... was genius. Why does Nvidia not do that? Four thousand yeah. is boring. Yeah, yeah no, uh, who cares uh, about the numbers there's, there's anymore? There's no rumors, by the way, about the, the Nvidia, the the fifty series, so to speak. That. It's not going to be a massive upgrade, but they're going to sell you on features now. So okay. features, it's a bit oh, like you know Apple, right? 
features, 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 right? That means there's gonna there's gonna be more RGB bling going on and LEDs and stuff. No, Look. I'm I'm pretty sure that the 50 series cards is gonna be based on some form of AI, like we talked earlier. Oh, right? great! And it's gonna be only available on the 50 series. This is speculation on my part, but I'm I'm, I'm guessing I'm in the ballpark. That'll in this be one. my next so, upgrades. I think, mate, when it gets to the 5,000 series cards next the end of next year, probably at some point. That that's when I'll overhaul my whole system, including CPU. I have to. Yeah. So yeah, if the five thousand series cards are, are are hooking up with AI, that means your graphics card will start talking to you. That's not good. Yeah, yeah it's gonna <laughs> probably cost you like fifteen kidneys now instead of ten. You'll so. be going like my new girlfriend is a graphics card. <laughs> Hans is running out of kidneys, man. He's starting to trade them on the bloody stock exchange on Bitcoin. <laughs> so yeah, so many, man. How many did you sell to get your forty ninety? Well, uh, should I tell the story about the 4090? Yeah, please do, it, please do. It was hilarious. Yeah, as everybody, yeah. Well, there's there's two sides to this one. So actually, I got one for and a few days. They're both bad. Yeah, they're, no, one is actually very sad, but um, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so so yes. I got one for a few days, and I I didn't want to give it back. So look, mate, I want this card, right? It's a friend of mine. He owns a computer shop. I said, look, I want this card, right? I I really don't want to give it back. So is there anything that we can work out a deal here that I pay in installments or whatever? And well, then the money, you know, my mom died this summer and then the money for my inheritance came and that's how I bought the 4090. So said like, thank she, you, mom. She would have wanted so. <laughs> you to have that, mate. She knew that you were a big gamer, so she would have wanted to have Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's probably smiling down from the heavens now. <laughs> my 4090 so Buddha. <laughs> so do we start calling you Brute Force Hans? <laughs> Well, actually, about DLSS 3.0... That's his porn Travis, star name. Yeah, was saying earlier, DLSS 3 is the best thing to alleviate CPU bottlenecks. Like, a lot of games yeah. have this uh, past uh, month. It is. It is. It's genius, yeah. man. I hope they bring it out. I I, I think I'll bypass that and wait till DLSS 4.0 in the 5000 series. Get a card down. Yeah, the 5000 series is going to have something that the 4000 series doesn't have, and that's that's how it's going to go from now on, I think. I already have my new, my new card, 4080. It's called GeForce Now. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, what, what, card, have... what card do you rock in 3070? Well, I, I did it once. You guys know this. It's just an experiment, right? And then the next thing, the next very next month, my, uh, what do you call it? I have a, a Chase Sapphire card. Every once in a while, they offer these things. Most of the time, it's crap, and I don't take I don't do any of it. All of a sudden, they uh, they they email me or whatever, and they say, "Oh no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Chase. It was AT and T." Because and so they email me and go, "Like, would you like a GeForce Now six month long membership for free?" And I'm going, "Like, yeah. really? Or is there a catch here?" So I looked into it and stuff, and no catch. They gave you a code. You go on the site, you give the code, and boom, six month membership. I'm like, yeah. What's the point? <laughs> yeah. You've got. Uh, I used to have it when it was. But it just came out because it, I got it a year for free with the 3090 that I bought back in the day. And it was really bad back then. I mean, yeah, there was it's, it's, almost it's no support. Way. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So I, I have to play more games with it. And and, and because it's free, I, I'm not as nitpicky now. There are games that it doesn't work with. And I still keep on hearing the rumor over and over and over that they're going to make a deal with Microsoft, which means would be great. Oh, they have. Uh, no, they already have, mate. Yeah, but they but they haven't really expanded it to the whole PC Game Pass thing yet. Oh. Uh, I'm waiting for that to go down. That's got to happen eventually. I mean, I'm sure it will. You've got a decent card, mate. What are you rocking at the moment, though? 
3070. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's yeah, kind of, it's yeah. it pays, peasant plus, I would say. Yeah. Let's see what's going to happen, though. When GeForce <laughs> Now is when the 5000 series comes out, then they're going to upgrade all their servers to the 5000 series. So, yeah, technically, I, I I wouldn't have to buy a card. I would that, just have to pay 20 bucks a month. That depends, Gray. If, if they sell at hotcakes, that won't be their priority. To They want to sell them to people, well, first of all. All their, well, wait a minute now. All their servers were 3080s. Now they're all 4080s. No, 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 no. My point being is there was, we, we said it, Hans and I said it before, there was too many 4,000 series cards because NVIDIA made right. too many yeah. of them because what happened with the 3,000 and the COVID and blah, blah, blah. So they had lots of them. That's why they've upgraded that quickly. If the 5,000 series cards, they, they, they make the right number and they sell the hotcakes and there isn't plenty in stock because that's supply and demand, isn't it? It might be a bit longer before your GeForce now is updated. Okay. Well, that would be you, you could be right, but then again, it all depends on money. So if yeah. they have a lot of subscribers, they're going to do it as quick as they can. That's true. They don't want to lose that twenty bucks a month. They, they just need better game support and a few other things that they need to iron well, out. Um, even though it could be better, they have sixteen over sixteen hundred games right now, which is pretty Jesus good, by the way. Sixteen hundred yeah. games. That's yep, impressive. already. Um, I played. Uh, was it? I played Division Two with uh, last Friday through it. Oh, that's an great. interesting test with other people as well, lag and whatnot. But, uh, don't you still need you still need to buy the game, right? Yeah. So yes. you need so to actually can... own the game before you can play it through their servers. Yeah. Yes, <sighs> because because what you're doing is you, you they like right now they have a deal with Ubisoft and Steam. Uh, I don't think they're doing it with Epic yet, uh, but that's they're, they're working on that one. So you sync your libraries up uh, with uh, GeForce Now, and once the libraries are synced. They know that you own the game, and then they just pass it through their server. Which is good, by the way. Yeah, yeah. but you should be yeah, paying I... a lot for that, though, mate, if that's the case. If you're literally just paying to hire their services over a decent internet connection, you've not, and you have to buy the game yourself, they shouldn't get away with charging anything more than a, a small, less reasonable amount. What does it cost well, I mean, when it runs out? Brad, it's Nvidia. They're getting away with it. Right, but twenty bucks a month is is good. I mean, you got to figure if I bought a five thousand card, all right, it's going to probably take me three years of twenty dollars a month to buy a five thousand card, and by then I'm already playing with the five thousand power, so Hans, it works. That was genius what you said there. I was thinking of uh, EA in the game, Nvidia. They just get away with it. That could be their new slogan, I think. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> no, no, wait, wait, Nvidia. We always get away with it. We always them. get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> See, we're coming out with all the marketing ideas. You're welcome, people. That's right. right well, all let's right. Move so on, from, hard, from hardware back into games again. Uh, this is the game that I played, uh, Age of Wonders 4, Next. which came out. Uh, Next. Sorry, that's what Nick would say. <laughs> no, Nick would like this game. That's the thing. This, this game came out maybe a month ago. It's a turn-based strategy game uh, similar to the previous versions. Uh, you basically start the game out by picking out a realm or create your own realm, which is kind of neat. You can actually make your own realm instead of, instead of just picking the ones that they have. Uh, you can pick a faction. There are nine, uh, including Destined Humans, which is what I picked. There's also Firebrand Predators, Blood Fang Orcs, Necrotic Goblins, and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, I played it on easy mode because a lot of times with these turn-based games, I like to first play on easy so that I can really get into the game deep and start learning what's going on. So I did that, um, and as I'm figuring out things on the way, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, the thing that I like about it too is that you can pick different cultures and affinities, and everything you pick has a correlation to what you're playing or, or what you, your character or your army or your 
Um, so you can change a lot of things on the on the uh, at the beginning. And as you play the game, you pick up more affinities, which then, of course, then change the game again uh, and make it more interesting. So there's something always happening all the time. And in your armies, instead of having to have the typical human armies like your pikemen and your your uh, uh, you know your uh, what do you call it soldiers, and you can actually go in there and, and decide to pick on uh, mages, different types of mages, necromancers, and get them involved. So all of a sudden you have a, an army that's made up of uh, your normal uh, you know human armies, and you get all these magicians and mages mixed up in it too, and it offers a really interesting army to go at your your uh, your enemy with which i really like a lot um you can zoom in and out on the game which is something i always like you can zoom way out and have a huge picture of the map to see what's going on or you can zoom all the way back in into just a single character or a single army the graphics are outstanding it's really 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 well um you can either decide for the game to battle for you or you can <laughs> battle your own. And what do you mean by that is that when you go up to an enemy, they're going to give you the odds on what, whether they think you're going to win or lose the battle. If you don't want to do the whole battle yourself, you just go ahead and say, all right, go for it. And then let's say you win because if you were, they were in your favor. You can then replay what the computer did of the entire battle, which is nice because you can see what the computer decided to do and how it handled it. And you can actually learn some tactics by watching what it did. Um, and then you can try it on your own the next time around if, if you want to. Um, there's different ways to win the game. You can win the game as uh, all out, uh, just, just destroy everything or take over everything. You can win through science. You can win through diplomacy. Uh, uh, you, or you can win through all three. Um, right now, I'm about 70% in control of the map. I'm closing in on the bad guy right now and uh, don't have a big enough army. So now I've got to start building my army up and also making sure that I don't get waylaid by somebody well, I have all my armies out, <laughs> so. Uh, but it's a real fun game. It's it, I think it's just as good as some of the some of the previous versions. Um, they did, I believe, uh, already announced a DLC that's going to bring in a bunch of dragons. I love dragons. Dragons. So yeah, so I can't wait till that comes out because that'll be cool. So I can do some things with dragons. Just like to, I just like to have a whole army of dragons, like maybe eight of them, <laughs> just kind of like fly in, take them all out. So I, I really think the game is is really good. I recommend picking it up, especially if you like that type of game. Uh, I know Nick likes strategy games, and this one being a turn-based strategy game is pretty interesting. Lots to keep up with. There's economy control, building structures, resources, claiming wonders, all kinds of stuff uh, to be done in the game. So it really keeps you busy, uh, similar to some games like you know Civilization VI and others and what, that keep you occupied for quite a long time. But Really enjoyed the game. Really liked it. So, um, just uh, that's my two cents worth on that game. A question or two on that, on that, Greg. Um, mm -hmm. Is it a new game? If not, when did it yeah. come out? Come out right, as a new game, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, what what platform did you? Or was it a Steam game that you played in the PC? PC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, a PC game came out about a month ago. I think this, they've sold really well. I don't remember how many millions of copies. I thought I heard two million. Maybe I'm Damn. wrong about that. That's pretty good. Yeah, and then yeah. and they announced the DLC public. pretty quickly too. Considering they usually wait a while, they just came right out with it and said, "Okay, DLC coming." So Why I not? don't know. If I don't know if they're charging for it. They probably will, but I don't know. I, I don't know much more about it. Just so I know it's dragons. Just so you know, so I, the dragons, new additional dragons will be included in the DLC, and you can skin your dragons as well. 
<laughs> all the dragons. There's so many jokes I want to make right now. No, we've oh, already right. done a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon D's. I'll let anyone else finish that off. Well, there's that game Dragon. There's that, that game Dragon Balls. I mean Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, don't want any Dragon Balls. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want any Dragon Balls. That sounds painful, man. Anyway, oh, yeah, carry on. Be... <laughs> as we digress into the into the gutter once again. Where we're uh, going. We have some gaming news. Trev's got some gaming news for us. What do we got? Um, maybe slightly out, to date, out of date because we've been off air for a few weeks, but um, listen to me off air, pretending we're all professional and posh. Um, we, it's still relevant in this news, so it's worth mentioning at the same time. So as we thought, Microsoft are going back in to appeal the uh, CMA's uh, decision to reject their merger with Activision. And the CMA, for those that don't know, is the Competition and Market Authority in the, the UK. Um, and basically all the major companies, sorry, all the major countries in the world have to sign off on it. Otherwise, that company cannot operate their new merger in that market. Uh, and if it's a little pokey country, and I'm not going to name any names because I want to offend anyone, they probably don't care. But if it's the UK, which is kind of a bigger kind of deal in terms of international business and market, they kind of want them on board. Um, the CMA normally would were expected. We, we, we did think they were going to approve that deal. I think everyone thought that here. It was sounding like it massively. And then they come out of left field and go, no, we're not approving it because of cloud gaming. And that yeah. caught everyone off guard because no yeah. one saw that coming. We were like, okay, everyone said yes to it. These guys are saying no because of cloud. What's cloud gaming got to do with it? And But they've got a point. They have got a point when, you know, like they are a big player and this would probably make them a bigger player. However, it isn't to do with the merger. So what Microsoft are doing is they have hired the best lawyers in the game to go back and literally say, uh, we're going to do something that no one else has done and try and get this overturned. CMA has never, ever overturned a, 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 an appeal like this before. So we'll see what happens. However, if it goes peak tongue, if it goes down the toilet, then it's not as if they, compl they will completely pull out of the UK exactly madness. But what they would do is they would pull out of it initially, but then sell their services to people in the UK via a third party. Very sneaky. But their argument's mm. going to be here, you guys said no to us based on cloud gaming. This isn't to do with cloud gaming or certainly not majorly about cloud gaming. That's only a, a part or a small element of this whole thing. And they'll go in and try and turn it that way because I think it's embarrassing if all the other... Every other major country has said yes to this. Only America's still to vote on it. And I think they're sitting back and waiting to see what all the other major players... The EU said yes, yeah. Canada... Brazil, uh, another big country you think of said yes, and it will come down to see uh, what's the the body in America, Gray. Uh, F something. The FTC. That's it. Yes, mate. Yes, that's it. Yes, the FTC, Federal Trade Commission. If they come and, and authorize the deal, then the CMA are going to look like mugs. They're going to. They're going to. It'll be, it'll be embarrassment. And the UK economy, I think the UK economy, at least to a small extent, would suffer. A major player like Microsoft pulling out, uh, I wouldn't be happy with that. So just let the deal go through. Stop being bloody edits. I want to see that. Uh, what's, the, what's the head of PlayStation? Jeff, someday. Um, I want to see... PlayStation? Jim Ryan, you mean? Jim Ryan, that's it. So yeah, I want to see yeah. his face because he has been absolutely 
so bitter about the whole thing. Oh he, man, he, he's, he's Hans. He's been going to his mum and telling I know, his I know mum what he about did. this. Yeah, he's, he's that kind of guy. Look like what Microsoft are doing. I just want Microsoft to, to get the deal through so to, we can get. They it call up. him Crying Jim Ryan. So crying Jim Ryan. I mean, I like PlayStation. I do. Crying but Jim stop, Ryan. <laughs> but stop bitching, Sony. You guys have got some of the best. In fact, you guys have the best first uh, yeah, party the thing games is, though, of anyone. It's a bit hypocritical from Sony because. They have done this for like the better part of 15 years now, buying exclusivity, and they still do it. Yeah, right? Bungie are so massive. That, that's, that is why I hate Sony, right? They introduced this concept of exclusivity. It, yeah, it's they did. completely insane. So... That, so, I mean, I'll always be a, a, a PC guy first. But the only reason I got PlayStation in is because I wanted to play God of War and not wait two years for it. So it's just, maybe I'm a mug for that, but that's me. Uh, and they no, would sit, they would get, I, you've done the same. I did the same thing, and I didn't want to wait two years for Horizon Forbidden I, West they, either. I don't know what they complain about. Oh, we'll never get a game like Call of Duty to compete, which is possibly true, but they make so, they make the best, outside Nintendo, they make the first the best first-party games. They spend $200 million making it, yeah, and you can see it. They're brilliant. Their RPGs are hands down some of the best stuff. I mean, just, you know, just, just good. And you're bringing it out on PC a, a while, a year or two after, and you're making more money that way. Stop bitching, Sony. So I hope this goes through. Uh, then I will get a Game Pass. Um, but we'll, I think it's scheduled for the end of July, maybe. Don't quote me the date. A date. I'm thinking something like July 25th. And we'll see what happens. It's never been overturned before, but there's a lot of heat on them. Um, yes, mate. Ross. Oh, sorry. I'm just telling somebody who's just walked in. Oh, okay, yeah. right, yeah. okay. And the other thing was to really to mention really, really quickly was, um, you guys must have played us back in the day, or maybe not you, Ross, because you're a young pup. Um, Metal Gear Solid is coming back. Uh, I, played... I did hear about this. I did yes. hear about this because I, I played some of the Metal Gear games, especially I, the, the last one. I adore them, Gray. I played them from the. I never played all of them. I think I got bored after number three. I played them all from one up to like three or four. And I absolutely loved them. And that's what Hideo Kojima is famous for. Well, sure. One of the games he's famous for. Um, they are making this without him because he's moved on. Yeah, he's is, doing the you know postal games now. He, he's doing postman <laughs> games, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> they, what they're doing here, they've, uh, Konami have announced a few things. They are bringing a remaster collection out, right, of the first three games. Uh, don't know timescales in that. Um, in fact, no, not remastered. They're just bringing out the three games again for you to play as is for a collection. And then but they are remastering. A... They are. Number they three. Are gonna... They're yeah. making that separate though, Gray. They're making it. It's called right. Right. Metal Gear Solid 3, but they're na renaming an old game, which I don't think you're supposed to do, but they are. And they're calling it uh, Snake Eater. And we saw the trailer, teaser trailer for it. Uh, the thing is, right, they can't make an arse of this, Gray. I say this, right? Yeah, they can make an arse of this, but I don't think they will because they don't have Kojima to do this. But they are remastering; they are taking a pre-existing game and building upon it, including all the audio sure. clips and stuff they had before. So, in theory, you shouldn't make an arse of this. It, it should it be, could be good, but remember one thing, Jeff: this is Konami. Yeah, right? it's it's Konami. They make, they make <laughs> the, only, the, only thing that, the only thing that I can see happening that. I, I'm just wondering whether they're going back too far and whether that the remaster of a game that old will really be good enough. Resident Evil uh, Capcom did did it 
yeah. wonderfully. So it, it is possible. But yeah. whoever thought that Capcom would be the gold standard for uh, PC ports? Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. True. Like, the thing, uh. the thing you've got here is they have got all the uh, the elements and resources in the original game there to yeah. just improve upon. So you shouldn't be making yeah. an that. However, who knows? Let's say Konami, the Chinko machine. Uh, oh. Extraordinaires, like so. Going back to making games. I, I just want Konami to revisit Castlevania. Please oh, make a good Castlevania that's game a classic, again. Classic, mate. That's a uh, well, they did do it on. They did it on Netflix. Well, not the game, but it was. Uh, no, yeah, the, the series was awesome, but 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 I mean, it's Castlevania. It's actually my all-time favorite series of games, right? Mm-hmm. And what Konami has done with Castlevania, made pachinko machines. I mean. Slot machines, everything <laughs> except games. Yeah, they made a shitty mobile game a few years back, which was horrible microtransaction riddled game. And I just want a good Castlevania game well, again. It's been so long. I, I, the, uh. the true test of that will be if they make a game of their own. So, for example, if they made that, if this is a, a massive success and they make a brand new Metal Gear Solid game, right? That's when they can make an arse of it because already when you saw a picture of Sam Fisher in that teaser trailer, it didn't look like him. It looked a bit like him, but it looked like he'd been sitting yeah. for the last 10 years on the beach, like eating himself into a coma. He had a big fat face. But all, all the original elements will be the same, including the voice. And I'm so grateful for that because Michael Ironside is Sam Fisher and his voice is iconic. And then when he changed his voice for the last game or two, it was like, ah. So, I am really looking forward to that, man. No, I have no clue when it'll come out. I don't think they said minimum of next year. Um, yeah. and I'm excited about that. Yeah. When it does come out, you can say it'll be amazing to see. One of the main things I loved about the Metal Gear games is the unique concepts they had on it. Uh, the GameCube version of Metal Gear, where there was a couple boss battles where you actually had to like put the Player 2 controller in to make sure you could beat this particular boss because yes. he was cheating and reading what you're doing. There was literally stuff on the back of the like the case, so if you threw the case away and put the game into a sleeve, you're kind of screwed later on in the game because yeah. it's like, oh yeah, the colonel's numbers on the back of the case there, and you're like, wait, what? And you look on the back of the case, and it's just right there, and you're just like, oh okay. So it takes you. It was a unique thing that games haven't really done in the modern day, and they've kind of lost that unique kind of spice to them. So it'd be interesting to see how they would bring that back, and if they were adding any extra Easter eggs to the games. But on that note. I do have to go, and it has been a pleasure. See you later, Ross. Okay. Take it easy, man. See you later, Ross. See you, later, Ross. Be my friend. Right. Thank um, you. I, ju- I just wanted to say real quick about Metal Gear here. If you play the very first Metal Gear again, at this point in time, it's really hard. Oh, that yeah, game it's... is so yeah. incredibly hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I came I came into Metal Gear late, so I only played, like, the, the last one I played was Phantom Pain. The open world one. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then I think I played the one before that, and that was about it. But uh, I love Phantom Pain. That was great, except for yeah. you know, the, what's his face here? What's this guy's name? And the, ba- the balloon thingy was Kojima. a bit silly, I thought so. Yeah, but the Kojima also liked to introduce every chapter with his name, and he wrote and he directed and he did every part. And oh my god, Kojima's a genius, but I don't think he should be involved in video games. That kind of intelligence and 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 uh, brain is required for movies and tv and that's what he's trying to venture into that's what he, he's doing a documentary on yeah, himself. Yeah. do you know that he makes he's a good make, point he's making a doco on himself on how he makes games of course he that. is because that's him that's what he does <laughs> yeah this, this is why it's kind of, it's kind of a love-hate thing with him i mean i really like the game that he did but i had to put up with those cutscenes where he was just like all over himself 
You know, yeah, he would, yeah, he, he, the cutscene would come up with the name of the whatever chapter it was by Kojima. Kojima did this, Kojima did that, Kojima, 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 Kojima. and then it would start. Yeah, he does <laughs> like, love himself. And I'm going yeah, like, God, yeah. I wish I could just go in there and cut all that crap out and just get to the game. It's Great. like some other people we know, but let's not get into that one. So, <laughs> Great. The, the, the last thing <laughs> that, joke. I call I call it like Trev's News Corner, if you like. I take it you guys obviously added this in like a couple of days ago. Uh, Apple's Vision Pro headset thing that we mentioned briefly before. We could talk about that as little as long as you want. What's your thoughts on that? I think looking at that, uh, Apple are typical that they are never first and they don't uh, innovate as much as they used to. But I will say one thing for them, because I, I don't pick a side. I like them all. I'm a lover of all tech yeah. gadgets. Um, For me, what when you see this, they make it the best version because they wait for everyone else to fail. They see what everyone else is doing, right or wrong. Then they bring out their version. So no wonder it should be the best. It take long enough to work on it. But I see what it can do. And what it can do is absolutely phenomenal. However, the price was way high, was higher yeah. than people thought. And not only that. <laughs> The the, the 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 pass through thing, which is genius, it looks creepy as hell. You can see someone's eyes through it. There used to be a TV show uh, in the states back in the nineties or the noughties called Lex with two X's. If anyone oh, yeah. ever watched that, that, it looks like the little robot yeah. head that always had the hots for women. The eyes look the same. <laughs> that freaks yeah. me out, man. Uh, One thing though about this, if this fails, then I think VR is going on the back burner for ten years. Because oh, Sony least. is failing with their VR. Yeah. We can't mm -hmm. really call Oculus a success. I mean, the Steam VR, nobody hears about that one anymore at the moment. So if this fails, I think VR is going to go to the back burner for at least another Yeah, but this years. is a combination of augmented and... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, this is augmented. So I, I don't know if you can really tr call it a true VR. The thing is, though, I do see the application being used for uh, companies and stuff, which I think is what they marketed to but knowing oh, yeah. apple fans they just buy it day one anyway so it doesn't it is matter a computer in your head mate if you think of it right I'm, nah. I'm 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 being a devil's advocate here right i'm i'm not a massive fan of of this headset in, in general but i see i see this is the highest spec headset of all of them by quite a bit yeah. actually um and the price obviously shows that and some more but it doesn't look the nicest um and the battery pack Thing. it's got a battery pack which is small so that it's not it wasn't the belt that you were supposed to be people are talking about you wearing a belt as well as a power pack it's a, it's a normal little battery pack but to make it not too big it's only two hours of life in it so you have to plug it into the mains but they're, yeah. they're announcing now because they want people to make apps for it ahead of it coming out next year so you'll be able to game in it i mean that's another thing apple uh, announced that they're making uh, they brought out a tool set to make a lot of games backwards compatible, a lot of PC games backwards compatible with their platform, which is yeah. it's like a compatibility layer. I don't know if you heard of that, guys. That is the real news here because I use a Mac at work, so if I want a game at work, I've got more choices now potentially. So, <laughs> and also, isn't it two times 4K? This one. Yeah, both both yeah. each eyepiece is 4K, but the, 4K. here's the other thing, Hans. Okay, yeah. They they it was going to be at one point each eye was going to be 4,000 DPI, right? It was going to be 4,000 each eye, which is I don't know what that works. Out. It's definitely higher than 4K each eye, but they obviously decided to come down on that. Um, and we don't have the specs or anything of it yet. How much RAM is on board? It's, we know the chips that are in it. Uh, but typical Apple, we don't know how much RAM it's using, we don't know how much storage it's got. 
don't know X, Y, and Z, but they're announcing it now, so people may... And you can game in it. You were talking about not being a proper VR headset. It is a hybrid, so it's both, because it's got a little um, digital crown, which you turn, and that's the immersion level. So if you have it off, you can see everything in the back, in, in front of you, like perfectly clear. Yeah. It's not blurred like a MetaQuest. Um, and then you've got your little windows that you can... And you can pinch zoom with... The accuracy was phenomenal. Like... It's not worth the money. I'm not saying it's worth the money, but what it does was phenomenal. And then the technology the, is great. If you turn the dial the well, opposite direction, you're in full immersion, which is VR. Am I? As far as the price, it's just, it's it's Apple. I mean, you don't have to. There's no iPhone that should cost fourteen hundred dollars, but people will pay it. So yeah. Yeah. they're so being course, line day one when a new iPhone comes out here. There's like 20 people lining up at six o'clock in it's, the morning. I mean, it's yeah, it's, so. it's amazing. It's <laughs> amazing. It it people don't say this, but it come it comes down to brainwashing. I mean, Apple has basically brainwashed you into spending all kinds of money. They're very good at iPhone. what they do, Gray. They are very good at what they yeah, do. I'm not like saying it or I'm it. not saying yeah. Oh, I know. I agree with you. But at the same time, it's kind of the love them hate them thing, like I, Nvidia. It's like you know, fourteen hundred dollars for this I, thing. And Gray, they lock you wow. in, mate. They kind of lock you into the ecosystem in a way, and, and they've done that with me. I've tried yeah. many times to escape, and I've managed to do it recently successfully with uh, an Android device, and I couldn't be happier. But see, for a while, when you're used to muscle memory and going into things that quick, the thing about iPhones and all that Apple stuff is. It is designed really well, and it works really, really well. Is it worth the money? Do you get the same features as Android and all that? No, of course you don't. But people still want it, so right. they, they, this this will sell hands. I'm telling you, this define success. That could we have a we could have a pod in that. But as long as they sell enough will. of them, and they're getting many apps made ahead of time, because it won't be. It's not on sale until the start of next year. That's a minimum yeah. of six, seven months away. Minimum. And they're, they're going to open pre-orders pretty soon, so we'll have a general idea how much they're going to sell in the beginning. Yeah, that way they can they can roll out a billion dollars before they even make one. Yeah, so you, you, you we talked about this earlier, right? Apple is the richest company in the world. I mean, they yeah, a billion. Yeah. What's a billion for them? So I mean, yeah. they, they, you <laughs> they can make that each hour. You can hook controllers up to it and play it like a games console. So I think part of the reason the price is the price is because you can literally do everything with it. Literally do anything that you do in the digital space. You can do with this. Pair a controller up and play games in full immersion mode. Have a hundred. Someone said they were on the plane. See with the um. When they, 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 they turn the lights down at nighttime on a flight, right? And someone's getting yeah. his headset on. Now, when the headset, when you're in full immersion mode, it's got this kind of hazy effect on it, which looks weird enough as it is. Like, it's this guy in drugs behind the headset. But then see when a <laughs> stewardess or steward touches you on the shoulder, like, would you like a drink, sir? And as it approaches you, it can, by default, change the immersion to off so that your eyes pass through. You imagine you're the stewardess with the water there and the <laughs> eyes come out. You're like, Jesus Christ, and you throw it everywhere. It's a recipe for disaster, man. So The better thing is you can go to sleep and no one would know it. Yeah, the fake eyes, you could take it in to do exams and whatnot. That's genius. Uh, but anyway, we won't um, spend any more time in that, Gray. I just thought that was a relevant thing. No, that's um, fine. That's fine. In fact, actually, while you're still on game news, I'm going to jump over the question and go to my game news, then we'll come back to the question. Um, my game news is rather short, but I did want other people to remember. Uh, Xbox Game Showcase is June 11th, which is only uh, about three days away. Um, and they are going to be doing a sneak peek of Starfield. And after that, I think believe it's going to be about an hour-long show. After that, they're going to devote an entire hour, from what I'm hearing, all on Starfield only. 
Wow. So everybody's really expecting to see some yeah. really good stuff and some gameplay. And the, really the thing good is, idea. though, Starfield, it has the potential to be a really great game or oh, the shit. biggest flop in history. <laughs> because you got a lethal cocktail yeah. of Microsoft and Bethesda in here. Lethal. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... I, I actually think that's good, though. I, I, I think Microsoft taking over Bethesda was probably a good thing because Bethesda was heading down. The, yeah, the but rabbit, Bethesda rabbit is still their own entity. True, yeah. true, but there, but uh, don't, 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 but don't let that uh, fool you. It's Microsoft's pulling the string. I right hope you're there. right, by the way, because I really want to play Starfield. I do but, too. Mm, now the very next day, the quality yeah. of the ports this year, I'm a bit skeptical. Oh, well, yeah, it's <laughs> another story. All right, in the very next day, June 12th, uh, Ubisoft Forward, and there's going to be all kinds of news and views on all things Assassin's Creed. So it's going to be an Assassin's Creed Fest as well is it as supposedly one or two other games. Uh, they say there's going to be one or two other games, but look, Skull and look, Bones. Man, they they are, but yes, yeah, Skull and Bones, which I'll believe it when I see it. But basically, <laughs> it's Assassin's Creed because that's pretty much all they're going to do from now on. Um, they've lost money on lots of their other stuff, and they just, but they got the formula down with Assassin's Creed. So, you know, and that's okay because I love Assassin's Fine Creed. So I don't want to find out what this is going to be all, be all about. So I just thought to throw that in there because that's coming up real quick in the next three, four days. And, right. There's uh, another event on right now that may be just about finishing. Summer Games Fest is on now. If not, it's maybe just finished. It started two and a bit hours ago. So maybe in the two, maybe in the 200th special pod, which is next week, hopefully. That's how close it is. We can talk about that and maybe do a three-hour. Well, actually, yeah. The next the next pod, we can talk about all this. The, say, the showcase, Ubisoft forward, that. We could yep. maybe do a longer one. We've done that longer one for a Christmas special once, like three, four hours. So I could do it. <laughs> sure. Uh, do, do you not want to let Hans talk about Zelda? He might need to go off, mate. Do you need to go off, Hans? Yeah, it's fine for the moment. But yeah, we, we can talk a little bit about Zelda like early impressions because you, you haven't played it yet, right? Yeah, cool. We're talking yeah, about Tears of the Kingdom, by the way, not Breath of the Wild. Yeah, go Wild. ahead, then we'll see, about, we'll see we'll, we'll see the questions last. The thing is, time. I actually love Breath of the Wild. I think it was a great open world game. Apart from the fact that it was a Zelda game, it was also a good game, right? I mean, mm -hmm. there's a bit of a problem maybe for some people with the dungeons, but I personally like the shrine thingy, but to each your own, I guess. Uh, I do have to say that in uh, Breath of the Wild, that the dungeons were a bit... Uh, the four main dungeons, right? Travis done them also probably by now. Yeah. They were a bit on the weaker side. But overall, I love the game. And now you come to Ke Tears of the Kingdom, which, as Trev uh, said it, is like Breath of the Wild on steroids, right? <laughs> and <laughs> there's one thing that bugs me about the game, and that is... They introduced this new mechanic where you can uh, fuse all kinds of items together and build whatever you want, like bridges, airplanes, whatever. And the whole game seems to revolve now around that one mechanic. And that's what put me off a bit. I, I, I love all the rest, but there's so much emphasis on the building side to solve every puzzle. That was like, hmm. Why is that I a bad more thing? fun more in like the a... Wild. So... So it's like a one-trick pony game kind of thing? No, I wouldn't say that. But personally, for me, I had more fun in Breath of the Wild than I'm having in Tears of the Kingdom. So. Why is that a bad thing, though? What, what, what do you like about the Breath of the Wild, for example? Because it's the same game, but... Well, in Breath of the things. Wild, you get trust into this open world and you go off and explore, right? Hmm. And it's, it's more... I shouldn't say familiar as Zelda, but... This building mechanic is so out of place for a Zelda game. Oh, okay. And 
this is by the way this is a me problem because most people love that system just saying mm-hmm. so but for me that was a thing i was turned off a little bit because every shrine i did had something to do with the fusing mechanic like literally every single shrine mm, yeah I and see what you mean. there's a lot of let's call them side quests in the world that also involve the the building mechanic and you need that fusing building mechanic to reach certain places constantly over and over and it's Everything you do revolves around that building mechanic, at least from so far that I got. And I was like, hmm, this, this for me, that was a bit of, dare I say, immersion breaking. <laughs> so they overused so, it then, basically. They, they had a new toy and for they me, used yeah. it too much. Yeah, it's everywhere. The whole game revolves around that one mechanic at this point of time that I'm playing it. So, yeah. Not saying that the game is bad because the world looks better. I think the towers, they're... There's a different way of doing it now, the towers. In, in Breath of the Wild, you yeah. have to climb up the tower. Here you need to solve a little puzzle, so to speak. Right? And then it launches you up as it, it launches the you up, and yeah. So I think that it's cooler. It's... And yeah. How far yeah. into the game are you right now, though? Yeah. I think I did about 40 shrines now. Are they not uh, dungeons? Like percent, well, like percentage-wise, how far do you think? Oof, yeah. I can't say. I, I have no idea because the, the game is huge. So I've done a bit of the sky world. I've done a bit on uh, in in the the under underground world. Not sure how it's called. So there's like three whole maps now. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it it is huge. So people are gonna have a blast with it. And not everything was bad. I'm just saying that that one mechanic for me always put me off. Like mm. I'm going to a shrine. It's okay. Here we go again. Yet another puzzle where you have to fuse stuff. Did they not do the shrines a bit different here, though, Hans? Is it not? It was shrines in Breath of the Wild, which it's normally dungeons for Zelda. Did they not go back to dungeons in Tears of the Kingdom, or do they have dungeons and shrines? That's what I heard. I haven't encountered them yet. All the shrines that I did, it's about 40 shrines I did now. And they were all basically the same, pretty Uh... short, with building mechanics. Or fusing mechanics, whatever you want to call it. I heard there was dungeons in this game. Maybe, maybe yeah, there's. Not I heard that too. There's probably yeah. less of them, but uh, later on in the game. So the, the best of both worlds: dungeons and shrines. So by the way, I'm I'm gonna play through the game at some point because I was able to get a collector's edition also, which I by the way showed you. Oh yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. which is another can of worms. So. <laughs> Ray, I'm surprised you don't play this, mate. I know you don't have a Switch, but. Like, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, he has it. He has the game. Yeah, I have the game. Oh, okay. Not, so, not the new one, the Breath of the Wild. Yeah, so like you should, I, I, you would love that type of game. It. It's like oh. Horizon. It's kind of like Horizon, yeah. but yeah. bigger. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely play it. I told, I, I gave him a completely um, configured uh, emulator with the game in it, so he doesn't need to do anything anymore. He just oh, wow, it. you owe him a few so points for that. I, <laughs> I didn't hear anything about that. I don't. I don't have nothing. Oh, no idea. What wait, he's wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is legal. It's legal if you own a copy it's of legal, the, dude. the game. If you own a copy of the game, it's legal, mate. And you own a yep. copy of the game, of course, of course you do. So it's fine. Yep. He just doesn't own the Switch like me. There you go. I I I have it on the Switch, and and I, I like. I'm like. I I do like it nicer and shinier. Like, don't get me wrong, hands. I absolutely. That's why I have a good PC. I just, I'm always being about vanilla play. And the problem is, see, once you go back to 30 frames, after a while, Ugh. you get used to it, unfortunately. You do get used really? to it, sad. Yeah, you oh, do. Because I'm not jumping between PC and Switch. I'm playing a lot of this game, so I'm used to it. 
But then obviously when I go back to the PC, I'll be like, oh, wow, this is nice. Everything moves so quickly now. <laughs> One thing, though, it didn't doesn't even reach 30 FPS on the Switch. It's like 20. <laughs> no, it did at the very start. They brought out a patch, yeah. which actually more or less for most of the game does get it to 30. It, when it first came out, though, but then they, they used AMD's uh, super sampling... FRS or whatever it's called. Yes, they used that, which definitely did help. And I can't wait to when they bring out a new Switch at the end of next year, heavy rumours on that. Switch Pro, Switch on steroids, make it backwards compatible. Oh, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. But anyway, yeah. So I'll I'll Yeah, it was just the other way around. I mean, a strap set vanilla, yeah. But in case of emulation, right, if you do the vanilla version on a pc it's it's borderline unplayable right so you need to have a lot of patches which are mostly baked into you know into the emulator itself right so in my case i need a 32 by 9 resolution i needed to my hut at another place and one thing though that i absolutely despise about both Breath of the wild and this game is the goddamn weapon breaking system, right? <laughs> it's the way it was I intended, mate. I was designed by care. developers. The first, the first thing I did was download a patch which completely shut that uh, down. So, screw that. I mean, that, oh. Uh, for, for me, there's no point playing Breath of the Wild or any of those games vanilla on a PC. There's no point. You're on a PC, you should play it to the highest uh, ability possible. But... For Switch, it's obviously vanilla unless you... You can mod your Switch if you get one of the old Switches, OGs. You can actually crank it up to actually make it look and play a bit better. But Nintendo or Nintendo, when they cap that, you can actually overclock everything. It's impressive. There's videos on it. But I will, talk about it, I will talk about it more in depth next week because hopefully I've got a chance to... Yeah, I'm actually better. curious about your thoughts on, uh, about uh, game mechanics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it was Breath of the Wild with all these things added on, which isn't a bad thing for me because I oh, love Breath of the Wild. Me. So you're expanding it. I was like, why are they taking six, seven years to make this game when they've already got the canvas of Hyrule from the last game, which is the name of the map, by the way, Grey, the name well, of the land Hyrule. So, but it's because they added in the above, the below, and all these mechanics. And the polish yeah, it plus for a year. The, there's a few mechanics in there that are potentially game breaking if not done right. Yeah, that's so true. So there's one of these abilities where you can actually um, go through walls, right? Up oh, or yeah. down. Go, yeah, and yeah. if that's not coded correctly, I mean, in the complete sense of the world, it has the potential to break the whole game. I will, <laughs> so, I will say something positive about Nintendo, that they tend to make polished games for the most part, apart from the true, FPS true. thing at the start, which was a little bit... Got yeah, but quickly. that is more of a Switch problem, not it, game it, problem. It is. So, so what they, they, I don't know if, who knows about this, but the game was ready over a year ago. They spent a year polishing yeah. it. See, see, see any developers that happen to listen to this? I'm not saying there is. Yeah, of we're looking at you, EA. Yes, mm. like, like take an over Nintendo's <laughs> book and just bloody polish the game. Spend longer doing it. Don't rush it out. If you think it's glitchy, just spend eight and don't give a date of when it's coming out. Just say it'll be out within. I'll be. will be done when it's done and polish it until it's done. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll leave it at that. All right. I think we we have a, a question we probably could hold over to next time unless you want to cover it real fast. Um, we got half an hour. I'll read out. I'll read out the question because we have kind of covered the subject before, but let's go through it anyway. Um, Cal and Mister Coffee both kind of asked the same question, but anyway, it was. 
Would you be more likely to spend $70 or 70 pounds on new releases if you could legitimately resell your copy once you're done with it? Maybe this is a potential for NFT tech here. Dev could uh, also get a percentage of the resale value. I know people hate this stuff, but I think we're almost at a deadlock and it's a way forward. Mr. Coffee said $70 is too expensive for a game. $60 is too expensive for him. And the last time he paid 50 was Diablo 3, speaking of Diablo, in 2012. And he had ten dollars off at the time. Is that with Diablo uh, three coming? Wow, sorry. And he didn't think, and he didn't think that, and he didn't think that was worth it. So he says mm. he doesn't have a podcast or business based on gaming or staying current. So maybe I miss out on the shared experience, but I'll get over it. So basically, he doesn't care about the full price. He'll wait until it comes down to drop dirt cheap, two or three years later, and then play it. That's the spirit. Um, yeah. And uh, and you can all chime in on this. I mean, I do think seventy is too expensive, and now apparently yeah. seventy is going to be the new norm. Uh, mm. I think is I really think is ridiculous, but mm. I don't know. We're we're going to be caught either that, or we're going to have to wait for like like you said, wait for a while and get it cheaper, or maybe they'll have some more sales, or if it gets onto PC Game Pass or or Ubisoft, you know, Pass or something. But I mean, it, it does want it does kind of make you want to put on the brakes. It was bad enough at sixty, but just jumping at ten dollars already. I mean, I could I could have almost understood it if they did it incrementally and just went like sixty two dollars or sixty three dollars <laughs> or you know. I'm just saying seriously, kind of get you used to the fact that it went up a little bit, but just yeah. jumping an extra ten and going right to seventy. I mean, that's greed. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, two days ago I bought the physical version of Diablo Four on the PC. Right, mm-hmm. it was a whopping seventy-four euros. Mm. So. Okay, one thing though, when I got home and used the code, it, apparently it's a collection. It's a collection edition code, so there's three editions for Diablo. But this three? is the middle of the road. Yeah, I got the standard, the collector's, and the ultimate edition. Hey, so, plus right. edition. Um, so <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, I, and that's what a lot of companies do. I mean, Ubisoft is notorious for it. I mean. I think with Assassin's Creed, they had like 120 euro uh, or dollar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Version, for the Ultimate so. Edition or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's not worth but, it, man. I look at it and go, oh, you get a free this and a free skin and a free... And I'm like, who cares? But I mean, to answer the question which I wanted to answer, would I be more inclined to spend 70 on a game if I could resell it? For me, no. Because I'm a collector. But for other people, maybe, I guess. I, I don't know. What, what's your take on this one? Well, years ago when they were boxed and I wasn't a collector like you are, I did sell them on eBay and make some of my money back. Or I would go to a GameStop store and sell it for half price and get my money back and put it towards it, another game. And I thought that was cool. But when everything went digital, that, that's completely out the window now. And that's why when, he, when Cal started mentioning NFT, I'm going like, yeah, I don't know. So in other words, spend $70, we'll give you this NFT that's yours only, and it'll be worth a gazillion dollars someday. Like, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, the thing is, though, the game companies are already uh, coming back from NFT, so I don't think it's going to happen anytime Everybody soon. Everybody is. From the, N- from not the sports... impossible, but unlikely at the moment. And yeah. NFTs are, dro- are dropping with a big thud, especially, you know, everybody, including sports guys and everything. It's not going to last. Man. Thank just... God. Uh, we didn't need NFTs. Nobody needed those. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely um, crazy. I don't think reselling a digital copy would ever make sense in my head. I see where he's trying to come from, ah. from that one. Um, trying to tie in where NFT makes sense, but I have mm-hmm. a problem with NFTs, and which oh, I yeah. think they're, they're one of the biggest cons to ever come out. Yep. But yep. 
a power to the people that came out of it because surely, surely they're not uh, broke and it's, it was a great yeah, idea it's for the people them. at bottom that are broke now. Oh, yeah, I, yeah <laughs> exactly. Um, Ward Ape. Do, do I think games are worth, say, $70, £60 it tends to work out at? Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. I'm going to say something controversial. Console games have always cost more because that's where most of the market is at, whether you like it or not. I don't like it because I'm a PC gamer first and foremost, although I have, I have them all. Um, that's just the way it is, so they focus more on that. Uh, but the problem with that is, well, not the problem with it, if you have you're making a game for xbox and playstation predominantly and then maybe doing a pc port and a bad one usually then you put most of your money into that and their argument is we've moved up a generation let's move it up in price now i don't think they'll do that every generation because it's been stagnant price wise or msrp for a while yeah so yeah exactly so as long as they don't do it again for a while when inflation 10 odd percent or whatever it is, depending on what country you're, you're from, that's not too unreasonable, guys, to be honest. Yeah, and that's AAA. All of us here very rarely pay that anyway. I'm, yeah, I think it's here's, here's the, uh, I know it's economics, but here's what's weird about that. So let's, they raise the price $10 because, you know, inflation's costing them more, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's go along with that one. Now, everything being cyclical, inflation will come down. It will happen. It will come down. Are they going to lower the price of the game? No one does that in business, mate. No one does that in the world. You know that. No one does that. Fuel, exactly. fuel goes so, up and it only comes down a little bit. So they, so they like when inflation comes around because they can say, well, hey, it's costing us more. I mean, come on. But that's not a charge $10. That's, that's business, mate. Everyone's greedy like oh, I, that. No, no, I, I, I get it. I'm just saying. It's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's lousy, but that's the truth. Well, so when it comes down, they start really making money. What's the percentage of um, uh, 60 up to $70? What someone better at math than me off the top of their head. Over, that's over 10%. Is that over 10%? Well, there you go then. Okay, 10% maybe the... of 60 is six bucks. So, so that's yeah, they've, they've been so a bit... it's almost, it's 15%. So they've made, this, and, they've been a little more. bit greedy with that one then. Yeah. And we got to be yeah. fair, there's mostly, the prices are way above 70. Oh yeah, uh, that's the starting price. That's a good point, yeah. Hans. That's the, yeah, that's the, exactly. that's the peasant exactly. edition of a game. Uh, uh, but... if, if I if, if I come into the game store and I see like the PlayStation or the Xbox games, right? They're like still ten euros more expensive than PC games. Yeah, the... most most are seventy nine ninety nine over here. The, on the, the console. The, 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 so mm. sixty it's sixty pounds here went went from fifty up to sixty, um, and then PC games, which an MSRP of fifty now. Although not many of them are usually fifty, that's the thing I yeah, love about PC. 60. PC tends to be cheaper, even for full price games, which I like. And you get so many games in discount and cheapness. That's why I love PC. But it's cheaper because not as many people play on PC compared to console, okay. and yeah, you don't one, spend one as much there, money Sorry. making the games. Yeah, one, one thing I need to interrupt you for a second. What you said. I mean, it's true for the triple A genre, like your Last of Us and that kind of stuff, right? That is where consoles have a bigger marketplace. But when it comes to, let's say, the the double A games, right, and the indies, that's where PC because PC has a lot more players than consoles, right? I mean, CS:GO is how old now? I don't did know. Is CS:GO on on PC? Uh, yeah. They had it on, I think, on the Xbox 360 for I a think. while, but it didn't really okay. came off the ground. So, but what I mean is that those kind of games are 
there's more players online in those games than there are every console game uh, gamers combined at the moment. So PCs, there's a lot more PC players, just not in the AAA genre. When it comes to AAA games, that's where consoles shine, and they know it, by the way. The same for your Call of Duties and stuff, right? The, the vast majority of players is on console. And, and uh... they know... They know that if they put like 80, 80 euros on a PC, PC gamers like, yeah, screw that, I'm not buying this one. So while console gamers usually do because they don't have really have another choice, we can go to a lot of different storefronts. Yeah. And console like PlayStation, you have one storefront and that's it. And they can get uh, away with it. And then when they sell yeah. digital, when they sell digital copies, because that's the way it's going in the future, it'll be digital oh, at yeah. some point, right? You think in paper yeah. that should be cheaper because they're not making a physical game to send out, and that costs them money. But it's not. It's the same bloody price. So where's the logic in that? The, the digital copy should be cheaper, even if it's five pounds, five dollars, because you're not bringing out something physical that costs money. And then shipping and all that, so it's great. It is great, Gray. You're right, but and and with and with that, boys, as Nick would always say, that's the end of the podcast for now. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> this Not is episode one ninety nine. We're going to have two hundred uh, next week or whatever. Yes. Uh, Nick will be rejoining us then. And I don't know if we're going to have cake or or uh, goodies or whatever. I have no idea what's going to happen, but it is going to be two hundred. It's a big deal. So um, everybody stay tuned. Uh, you know, check us out next week. Uh, join the Discord. And I want everybody to say bye-bye. And we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.